Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of The Life and Times of the Osborne Man. I am your host, Holly Hazard. In this episode, Marion again writes home soon after the letter we read last week. She's confirming that she's staying in god-awful Millville, New Jersey next year, but she seems to have softened on the idea. It seems that both her principal and her father persuaded her that it was the right thing to do. Marion continues her very active social life, going to a lake cottage for the weekend and trying to get her mother to arrange to meet an old friend in Earlville once she gets home for the summer. And now, here's Marion. Sunday, June 12th, 1921. Dear Mother, Hoping you'll excuse pencil, inasmuch as my pen is dry, and inasmuch as it is 11 p.m., having just washed my hair. It being so warm, and thus making it most unsuitable weather, and having just completed examining all my freshman papers, this very Sunday evening having been much too warm to go out to church, regardless of the fact that said evening is Children's Day, and also being much too warm to wear glasses hardly excuses these slight irregularities in my otherwise perfect penmanship. First, allow me to announce that I have a position for next year. Said position being in Millville, New Jersey. Sorry to have caused any disappointments as to my leaving here, but I really thought I would, and in fact did resign. But I recognized my not unbounded foolishness, having gone to Miss Bard for advice, having Mr. Wolf hot on my trail the next morning, and getting your letter saying Dad was disappointed in time to save the day. It was absolutely crazy of me. I would be nowhere else. I'm delighted I'm coming back, and I'm sure I'll be able to develop into a whiz next year through this seeming sacrifice. Have had my freshman exam, and my sophomore exam comes tomorrow. Of course, we're on duty more than for our own exams, and there's records to make out, books and supplies to check up, cupboards to clean, and that. Yesterday, Miss Yulstein, Miss Hudson, and I spent the afternoon and evening up at the cottage on the lake of one of our hopefuls. Tomorrow night is the alumni banquet and dance to which we were invited. Wednesday p.m., the teachers are being taken to the shore at 4 o'clock in autos to spend the evening. Atlantic City. Thursday night is class day and dance afterward. Commencement is not until Monday night, June 20th. I expect at present, I will definitely know tomorrow, to leave at 6.27, Tuesday a.m., June 21st. Now listen, please tell me how I can arrange to see Faith. She has to leave with Horace for Harrisburg, June 22nd at 4.30 p.m. train as Horace sails for Spain, June 25th. This is important. If I can arrange any way, please fix it up with her, because you could get word to her quicker than I could. We'll be awfully disappointed if we miss communication, because we've been planning to see each other before she leaves Casanova. They're going, they're to be, they're to be in a college in Alino next year. Horace is to be head of the Spanish department. That's why he has to go to Spain this summer. Lots of love. Marion. P.S. 
In case you're not crazy about the idea of my shipping off up there that next day, as Faith suggested, I suggested that they come down to Earlville the same night I got there and we would have a regular party. But you'd better write so they'd feel right about it, if they would do that. However, I doubt they'd want to spend the money in having just bought their furniture and everything, though it wouldn't be much. Note, Marion seems to be using sarcasm in her first paragraph of this letter. I don't remember her being sarcastic and haven't noticed this. Note, Marion seems to be using sarcasm in her first paragraph of the letter. I don't remember her being sarcastic and haven't noted this in her letters before. I'm surprised that Marion decided to stay at Millville, given all the negativity. Note, Marion seems to be using sarcasm in her first paragraph of the letter. I don't remember her being sarcastic and haven't noted this in her letters before. I'm surprised that Marion decided to stay at Millville, given all the negativity in her letters during this year as to the administration of the school and her housing situation. And I wonder if she couldn't get another job or if she has decided that Millville wasn't as bad as she thought. It seems her dad weighed in, disappointed she was resigning her position. This week, Marion was narrated by her granddaughter, Cricket Layton. Next week, we'll hear from John again in a short but interesting letter to Frank, his son. Please join us. This podcast is produced by Holly Hazard. Music is provided by Escalante Music from Pond 5. Thank you for listening. <laughs>